Hi, I'm Ariana. And I'm Kaylee. And we are back together in person to finally record a podcast. Like, we have not recorded a podcast together, like, sitting next to each other since... Like, the February one. Yeah. No, no, it was, like, the third episode. It was February. Yeah, that's right, that's right. Because you drove down to school. So, you know, thank you for joining us today. Um, This is the Unproblematic Podcast, and um, this podcast talks about us and our... We're two 20-something Midwest friends who have a lot to say, and this podcast talks about life, college, travel, feminism, social justice, relationships, and of course, literature and writing. So come join us on our podcasting journey. In this episode, we're going to be talking about red flags and green flags in friendships and relationships because Ariana has a lot of friends and I have a lot of bad experiences with men. So we're going to pool our knowledge and talk about red and green flags in friendships and relationships. So we're really excited for this topic today. Um, Before we get started, we wanted to talk about a podcast that we both really like called Call Me Whenever with Shivani and Shinaza. Um, The episode that I just listened to recently was with their guest, Dr. Ashley Adams, where they were talking about imposter syndrome, and it was really good. Yes. um, We listened to their pod. We were talking about it today because we just got lunch together, and I was like, did you listen to their newest episode? And it's so true. Like, imposter syndrome is something that we all deal with, and I think that they address the issue very well. Yeah. I like the conversation between Dr. Ashley, um, and it was really fun. Yeah, I, like I was sitting when I listened to it, I was at work and I was in my office, like just <laughs> chuckling to myself. <laughs> so, you know, thank you, um, thank you so so much for recording that podcast. And you know, check out their Instagram too. I think it's at Call Me Whenever po- uh, yeah, podcast yep. on Instagram. So yeah, they have a lot of good content there. Um, so diving into our reads and watches, Ariana, what are you reading? You know, that's that's. You know, I'm reading a lot of things right now, but (laughs) two things that I just finished. I haven't been reading as much because I read a lot at work, so (laughs) my eyes have been needing a a break. So these two I actually listened to on audiobook. Um, The first one I read was uh, Actor Age Eve Brown by Talia Hibbert, and I've talked about her before on this podcast because this is the third book. And a trilogy that she wrote, and it's about, like, three sisters and each of them finding love. And it's, like, a romantic comedy. I get a good laugh out of it. And the second one that I was reading was not something that I would have necessarily picked out myself. Um, I actually was offered, like, a free audiobook for this. So it's called The Anatomy of Desire by L.R. Dorn. And it's weird. Like, I don't think... I like the book, but I don't think I would have liked it as much if I would have read it on paperback because the book follows a girl and like, well, it follows two girls and one of them gets murdered and it's, the book takes, it's in the format of an investigation. So there's multiple people talking and in the audiobook format, they have different narrators so it's easy to tell who is who and like what they're thinking on the inside and I think that you know the ending kind of had me I'm not gonna spoil it I do recommend it I think I'd give it three out of five stars but it's I just think if you're going to read it maybe do it on the audiobook format so overall it's about a girl and one of it's about two girls actually one of them goes 
missing and you know they find her body and it's trying to figure out what happened and then the other one is like a social media influencer so it's talking about like what's going on with her and what like really happened so it's really really interesting and I think it's a twist on another book that was written a while ago because at the end they talked about it but I cannot remember at the top of my head so Kaylee what oh actually yeah, Kaylee, what are you reading? And then we can go into our watches. <laughs> so I am currently reading The God of Small Things by Arundhati Roy. And it's about two twins who live in India and they're separated and they come back together. And it's really good. It has a Zadie Smith kind of wit, but like a Charles Dickens style almost. It's really good. Um, and I just finished Slavoj Zizek's essays on the pandemic was classic Zizek, some jokes about Hegel, some jokes about negation, of course, a lot of kind of far-fetched metaphors, but that weirdly makes sense, and ideology is the virus that, of course, had to be in there somewhere, but it was really good. I enjoyed it a lot, and I also finished a book of essays about ideas about life and death by Jill Lepore. It's called The Mansion of Happiness, and it talks about, in the United States specifically, how ideas about life and death have evolved and changed over time. So that was really interesting. She incorporated a lot of history and science, and I learned a lot. Um, so, Ariana, what are you watching right now? Um, I am currently watching, well, re-watching both Young and Hungry and Pretty Little Liars because... <laughs> I wanted something to laugh at, so I'm watching Young and Hungry, and I watched this when it was on uh, Freeform. Well, actually, when I watched it, it was called ABC Family. <laughs> um, but it's just about a chef, um, actually, a millennial chef. She's, like, 23 at the time, and she's broke, and she gets to work for this, like, tech millionaire. So it, it's a hot mess, but it's really good. And then Pretty Little Liars... It's just pretty little liars. It's about <laughs> these girls who are rich in Pennsylvania and like they're trying to solve their friend's murder for seven years. <laughs> but this is both of them are rewatching um, and they're really good. So, Kaylee, what are you watching? So, I'm not really watching anything consistently right now, but recently I saw Black Widow with my family. Oh my gosh. It was so good. It was. Yeah. I saw it the other day. It was <laughs> so good because Alyssa got it on Disney+. Plus. I didn't go see it in the theaters. Did you see it in the theaters? Yeah. So I watched it. We paid the $30 and split the cost. <laughs> so, it was, it was really good. Um, yeah, I love Florence Pugh. She just, like, she really lit up that that story you know because like black widow is kind of a flat character overall i but. felt like that i actually that was the first time i saw like i've seen like florence Pugh in like a movie like i know she's really popular but i hadn't seen any of her work prior to this but like my thing is i was the movie was not what i expected it was really good but i was hoping that it was going to focus on how she became black widow. black widow like i thought it was going to be like an origin story but it was when you watch it like you figure out very quickly that this takes place after Captain America Civil War mm -hmm. um so if you've seen that movie I mean I'm not spoiling it, it came out in 2016 <laughs> so if you like in that movie at the end they're all on the run because they were fighting it was against Captain America and Iron Man 
and it was pretty much about like whether or not they wanted to sign the accords so um which was a document that's saying that like the avengers can't roam where they want to and you know save the city or you know tear up the city so um it takes place after that when when she's on the run too so yeah Mm, interesting um, yeah, the movie was really good. I, Florence Pugh was in Little Women, too. She played Amy. I never got to see that either. It was so good. Um, very different characters, obviously. But that was good. And then I recently, I've started getting into K-dramas, and me and my friend in Guatemala, um, Cece, we watched Crash Landing on You. And it was really good timing because we decided to go paragliding while we were in Guatemala. And that's kind of the how the story starts is there's this CEO from Seoul, South Korea, and she goes paragliding and lands in North Korea. And then, of course, she meets up with this North Korean soldier. (laughs) Right. It's like a lot of things that obviously would never happen because, like, you can't cross the TMZ. Well, there's people who have accidentally, like, crossed the border. Like, I saw this article, like, there was people who were hiking and, like, they didn't do it on purpose, but they accidentally went into North Korea. Really? Yeah. I didn't know that was a possibility. I wanted to look out for that. I mean, I, I, I I'm trusting their word for it. I don't want to find out for myself. Right. Necessarily. So, you know, I, I, I I'll believe them. But I don't think that's something you would lie about. No. <laughs> that's a good point. Um, okay, so getting into our subject matter, let's start. We're starting with red flags and ending with green flags. But Ariana, <laughs> your first red flag. Okay, so my I have a lot of red flags, <laughs> but I'm just going to talk about a few today. So the first one is people who get married on plantations yes you heard me correctly there are still people in 2021 who still voluntarily get married on plantations like baby come on like what are you doing uh read the room because it is insensitive so the history the murders cruelty and like people have literally been murdered there so how can you say like oh my god it's so beautiful it's so beautiful like you know when you can go places and you can, like, sense evil, like, feel it? Like, you can feel that bad things happen. Like, I've driven I've driven past a plantation before, like, old plantation house or a place where you know where bad things have happened. And it just, it feels eerie. Like, it's not a good feeling. And you guys are out here just kissing, like, oh, my God, the love of my life. Like, what are you, what are you doing? And that kind of goes into the same thing with people who decorate their house with cotton. Like... <laughs> Ooh, oh. Read the room. Like, it's very, hmm. When I, when I see that, I was like a side eye. But, like, the plantations thing, I doesn't, like, that will never sit right with me in my spirit. Yeah. Um, I didn't even think it was that common. But then one of my friends went, he was, like, in a wedding that was on a plantation. But and it's, he was like, it's so pretty. I'm like, oh, no. my gosh. What and it's it? like, like, why, like, it's never people of color who are getting married on plantations like Blake Lively and Ryan Reynolds got married on a plantation and then y'all are upset when people say something like why did you do this because I mean first of all they shouldn't even be allowed to get like those places are places where terrible things have happened so maybe we should let things you know be like let's let's not stir the pot with this I I and when looking at the photos, it's like, how can you, how can you be smiling? Like, this is not a happy time. Like, there are people who have endured horrible, horrible things for generations. And you're like, let's get married right here. 
Right. Be like, why can't I get married at a cemetery? Or like, why can't I get married yes. at like a memorial site? Like, that's why do you want to? That's it's just the disturbing. same thing. Like, it's be respectful. So, yeah, like I've said this many times. Like, I, I mean, I don't have any friends who would get married on a plantation. But like, if I was ever invited, I wouldn't be going. I wouldn't be going. Nope. Yeah. Ugh. What about you, Kaylee? What is your first red flag? Okay, so mine is not as serious. I started with, like, less serious and then went up to most serious. But (laughs) this one, it's not even, like, I would be angry or upset or irritated. It's just that I'd feel bad for this person. Like, people who have, like, endless name-dropping and are just, like, in obvious awe of wealth. And it's, like, they just brag about their proximity to wealth and fame constantly like I mean I get it because like wealth and fame there's a reason why everyone wants it but I just feel like they're so insecure that they don't have like actual conversation topics if they're just like I knew Russell Crowe's cousin my hairdresser did his hair or something like (laughs) Russell Crowe has one facial expression cool like I just I don't know it makes me kind of sad for somebody if they're just constantly like talking about their proximity to other cool people and I'm like all right like the cool I guess but yeah that's just kind of a red flag because I feel like most of the time if someone's doing that then the minute that I'm not perceived as like wealthy or famous because I'm not either of those things they're gonna drop me Mm -hmm. and so I just typically don't end up getting that close to those people because I don't really value those same things so when someone is like name dropping a lot I'm kind of like okay this doesn't seem like we're gonna have a lot to talk about but that's my first red flag what's your second red flag Ariana um my second one is it's a red flag when people make fun of others for trying to better themselves so an example would be making fun of someone who is like working out it just rubs me the wrong way when I see people on social media like oh like zoom make making like snapchat videos or just videos in general it's like zooming in on a person like look what this person's doing at the gym like look what this person's doing blah 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 blah, and like blasting them on social media like if like if you think those things keep it in your head like no one no one wants to know that I just think it's really rude and like sometimes like there's no privacy anymore like can you imagine going to the gym and then like one day you look at social media and you see someone took a video of you like making fun of you how horrible yeah that's just so rude um it's like I like to run outside because I don't like gyms for that reason because I feel like people are looking at me yes I love to do like um YouTube workouts like I like the strength training so I bought my own dumbbells and bought my own jump rope so I can be left alone. That's smart. I I like running because typically people don't bother me, but sometimes, like, I get very red in the face when I run, and I run uphill on my route around um, my neighborhood where I live, and a couple times people have, like, clapped for me as I'm coming up the hill, <laughs> and I'm like, thank you, but also Please. just don't look at me. Like, <laughs> Please don't do that. Like, you got this, and I'm like, just leave me alone but this is not my story to tell but I'm going to tell it anyway so dad if you're listening thanks for the details so um my dad bikes for exercise and in my hometown he went for a bike ride on this like hilly two-lane road and it was really windy and this man was struggling up the hill and then he told me this man on a bike (laughs) <laughs> drove pa- not drove past him rode past him he's like yeah this wind sucks and passes him <laughs> going up the hill oh. i was like oh my god that's the worst 
That's the worst. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, oh gosh, like when you're, you're like, I'm doing great, I'm doing great, and it's like, yeah, this wind sucks, and then <laughs> pedals past him. Oh, <gasps> I just wouldn't have. I just, I just wouldn't have said anything. This is that's like running past him. It's like, yeah, this sidewalk sucks, and then like runs past them. <laughs> the sidewalk. Sucks. Like there's like potholes and stuff, so I don't know. But thanks, Dad, for <laughs> this was a while ago too. This was years ago. <laughs> that was just the first thing that came to my mind when you said when you said the thing about the gym and people like, oh, you're doing so great, sweetie. You got this. <laughs> that is not encouraging to me. Please, I don't exist. I don't wish to be perceived. Please. <laughs> <laughs> Um, okay, so my second red flag, which is kind of the inverse of the first one of like being in awe of wealth and fame is, and this one is a lot more serious to me, having no compassion for houseless or low income people. Like in Chicago, especially you get to witness this a lot if you're just walking with your friends around the city because there are, there are so many people who ask you for money. And like, I feel like, like I try to, like, if I don't have cash on me, oh, sorry, I don't have cash on me, but like respond. Don't just like look the other way or ignore them, especially if they're like right there and looking at you. Like that's just completely rude. Um, but like, I've seen like people I've been with just like, no, just like, like just assertively say like, no, leave me alone. Uh, And that really bothers me. And, like, I was on a date with somebody a couple years ago, and he literally said, um, yeah, I just don't care about poor people. And, huh? like, like, verbatim said, like, yeah, I just, I don't really care about poor people. And, like, he, for reference, he was 20 and living with his parents, which, like, no shame in most parts of the world. Like, you know, you kind of have to live with your parents until you have a full-time job. But, like, the fact that he was, like, I, I don't care about poor people and lived with his parents was, like... And then he went on to say something about, like, those people should just get a job. And he, like, worked in a photography business. But I digress. I digress. Please. (laughs) I would have got up from that table and left. There's... That uh, is so... That is so horrible. Like, people deserve... Like, all people deserve respect. And you could... There's no reason to say, like, just yell at someone saying, no, like, if you genuinely didn't have cash, like, sorry, like, I really don't, like, have cashed fine that's that's cool but like the fact that you were just no leave me alone no like treat people the way that you want to be treated and I feel like everyone no one is exempt from being close to like homeless I feel like things can change in an instant and it's kind of like like not kind of like but it just kind of reminds me of like Schitt's Creek when like one minute they're millionaires and the next they're living in like a country town and then like all of their friends like disown them and it's like people don't choose to be people don't choose to be homeless like people can have jobs and still be homeless and it's not like people don't want to work that's not that's not it right it yeah and like even if okay say like somebody did choose not to have a job say somebody is addicted to drugs all these reasons that people like to throw out as like reasons to not give somebody money people are still human beings and life is sacred like human life is sacred no matter like regardless of the choices that the person makes and I just feel like if you don't see that then you're going to reflect that on yourself and other people like the people you're close to as well so I just think it's a very big indicator of someone's outlook on life 
if they don't view life as sacred regardless of the decision someone makes and like they don't think that through you know how do you live with yourself like i i'm genuinely asking like if you talk down or belittle people who are struggling financially like money is made up i'm sorry like <laughs> who, in, who in, that's what i say all the time i said like the fact that we work for something that someone invented like <laughs> money is not real and i don't say that because like like obviously money is real like currency makes a difference but like if you just think about the vast range of like wealth inequality in the United States and especially just how much your situation defines that, like so many people, and I would consider myself one of these people, are born into like a passive income. Like if your parents have owned a house, if you, if they like pay a mortgage, you know, you are already born into a lot of passive income, just like generationally. So like you can't just say, oh, just work hard, you'll be able to get out of it because like, you can't all the time like good decisions can help but anyway this is a whole other episode <laughs> yeah because I was about to say something but I was like that's a that, then I'll get on a tangent so I'm not gonna say it but it was about how it was about generational wealth and how people were like oh I built it from the ground up no you didn't like right. your parents helped you and it, it's like it's misleading when you guys don't acknowledge that like it I'm self-made like no you're not you had a reality tv show prior like you had all this other stuff your mommy and daddy helped you right which is like I'm not saying it's bad for your parents to help you sometimes but like for you to just think that like I did this all by myself like that that's not true right and I feel like that should which I'm not obviously I don't do this perfectly but it's something I strive towards like think about the people who have given to you without reserve most of the times your family and then try to treat other people that way too but anyway all right what is your third red flag ariana this one looks okay <laughs> okay so this one this kind of goes with the plantation theme like it it going places where people have been people have died like stay away so this one people who voluntarily go to lake lanier so again, this is another place where terrible things have happened to people. So this lake is located in Georgia and it was built in the 1950s. And you guys might have heard about this lake from TikTok. I know I'm on there a lot, but <laughs> but this video but this the video was like giving a background on it. So I hadn't prior to this year, I had not heard of this lake, but um I listened to a podcast episode on on Lake Lanier from Morbid so if you like true crime check out that one but this lake is haunted so prior to it's a man-made lake so it was made um in the 50s and white mobs drove out the majority of the black population it because it used to be like a town so they drove out the I think it was like um it was 1100 um black people about that they forced out in Forsyth County and um that is from NPR but the thing is underneath this lake are unmarked graves like there are dead bodies with like cemetery like with the um headstones still in the lake and there are actually pictures of it and the thing is like there are so many accidents like so many people die like in this lake every single year and people were like, yeah, I'm going to Lake Lanier for vacation or I'm going to my lake house. I'm going to go swimming, tubing. Like, 
what there's so many drownings like people who are good swimmers who drown in this lake and actually fun fact there's an entire racetrack at the bottom of this lake because wow. i mean it was a town so like right there was also like white residents who lived in this area but the thing is like they paid a lot of them they paid um for them to leave like their farms and things like that and another book that I recommend you check out that I am going to check out that um, I learned from the NPR article, it's called um, Blood at the Root by Patrick Phillips. And the book talks about, um, I think, like genocide within like black communities in the United States, like just erasing black people. And this is one way that they did it is literally by covering it up with water literally if you people have drowned driven their car in there and actually he called it a racial cleansing that's what it was um so if i recommend checking out that book and going to listen to morbid podcast for the lake lanier episode because they did a great job but overall i will not be going to lake lanier and if you willingly go to lake lanier i i don't think i want to hang (laughs) hang out with (laughs) y'all i just like I don't understand like if you know there's like a place that like people have died and it's like unrest and you guys are like yeah let's go tubing like come on please read the room read or read the lake read the lake <laughs> read the lake <laughs> I feel like yes individuals like it's definitely a bad sign if they do that but it's also a bad sign of our government that there hasn't been some kind of memorial in place and some kind of like prohibition against like treating that place like a tourist facility you know because we have other places like um gettysburg that are very serious places and the government has set these places aside and say said something terrible happened here this is a place for respect and mourning and so i think it's a government collective issue too that there's not that level of seriousness and sacredness for like places where black Americans were killed, where indigenous Americans were killed, um, that the world just kind of keeps moving and is built on top of those places. And I think that's an issue too, but okay. So the third red flag, people who have to talk about themselves or they tune you out completely. This (laughs) is so common in Chicago. I can't like, there's so many people like you will be trying to have a shared conversation and they won't even look you in the eye. It's like they're talking to an inanimate object about themselves and it's like you could say anything and they are on a roll with their little spiel about themselves and it's like there's no conversation it's just a one-way street (laughs) 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 I, I don't know it's just it's so like sad I just don't even know what to do in those situations you know yikes but that's it that's that's the tweet for number three what's what's your number three or your number four Ariana Okay, my number four is a lot less serious, but still a crime. People who sleep in jeans or take (laughs) naps in jeans. Like, what are you doing? How do you do that? I can barely sleep in leggings. Like, leggings are too tight for me to sleep in. I need to sleep in some basketball shorts, some Nike shorts, some loose-fitting clothing. Like, I don't like wearing tight clothes to take naps in. Like, how do you rest? How do you sleep in jeans so i had a sinking feeling when you proposed this topic of like red flags don't tell me you sleep don't tell me you sleep in jeans i do and i was oh my god (laughs) no to be honest 
honest, I was afraid that this whole thing was a ruse to tell me what you disliked about me. Because, like, how creative would it be to be, like, red flags in a friendship and then I they mean, all pertain to me? I mean, I've never seen you sleep, though. <laughs> what? How would I know that you sleep in... That's a good point. Uh, maybe I've mentioned it before, but, like, I, I can really sleep anywhere. Because it's kind of a super... No, 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 no. I'm saying if you fell asleep, like, okay... If you fell asleep, like, on a bus or, like, somewhere, like, sitting, I understand that. But I'm talking about, like, I mean, that's fine. I'm talking about if you, you're like, I'm going to go take a nap. And you get in your bed in your jeans. That is, like, what? I have done no. that. And, like, sometimes. No, Kaylee. Well, sometimes I've been so exhausted coming no. home somewhere. I just, like, fall asleep as no. I am. Like, I don't even. I just make it to my bed and that's it. Like. No. I, <laughs> I mean, I don't for the most part. But to be honest, this whole year I haven't really worn jeans. I've worn sweatpants because I was working online. <laughs> so it's been a minute since that even happened. Um. But yeah, I had a sinking feeling when I'll forgive you. I'll I'll forgive you. (laughs) Oh gosh, I did not know that. (laughs) Okay, my last red flag in a friendship or relationship is people who brag about not liking to read, especially because (laughs) I love to read. And like, it's so, like, that's one of the first things I say. And I just feel like. If, like, you then take 20 minutes to tell me why you don't like it. Well, for one thing, I just feel bad for you. Because I'm like, you're just shutting yourself off from most of history, really. And, like, and most ways of escaping reality, of bettering yourself, of, like, seeing other points of views, of grappling with other ideas. Like, I think you can do that through reading articles online or through, like, reading shorter amounts. But, like, I mean, honestly, most of the world's wealth of knowledge is in books it's not even condensed on the internet I think so like it really like I mean I feel bad for you and it sort of shuts down the conversation from going forward because I'm like oh that's like all I do with my free time like I just don't know where to go from there but yikes yeah that's number four for me what's your last red flag Ariana I don't did I have four you added this one because that story oh yes okay story time I know we were going to say we were going to make this episode quick, but they're never quick. <laughs> um, so I said people who can't, like people who don't take no for an answer. So a couple weeks ago, I went home for um, a doctor's appointment. And so afterwards, I went to a store. Like it was kind of like a TJ Maxx type of store. I think it was High Sierra or something, something along those lines. And I'm looking in the women's shoe department by myself, just wandering, because I didn't, I didn't, like, I had time to waste. So I was walking around, and this man walks by me, and he's like, hello. I was like, hello. Like, I, I you know, I'm not going to be rude. I mean, you can be rude if you want to, but I was just like, okay, like, uh, hi. That was my first mistake. That was my first mistake, because this man came back, and he's like, you're really pretty and I was like oh thank you like but it was obvious that he was like a lot older than me so I was like oh thank you he's like can I get your number I was like he's like can I get your name first I was like no like I really don't feel like sharing that information (laughs) and he's like well can I get your number I'm like definitely not (laughs) if if I don't want to give you my number or my name like what make I don't understand like if I don't want to give you one what makes you think I'm gonna give you the other and I was, like, really respectful. I was, I mean... You shouldn't have to be. I but, shouldn't have yeah. to. Like, I should have just said, like, no and, like, left it at that. But, like, this man was, like... 
um, he was like, oh, you, um, I can tell you're not from around here. Like, mind you, it was my home. T- <laughs> I was just like, yeah, like I was, I was just playing along. I was like, yeah, like I am just known. He's like, yeah, I can tell you're different by the way you dress. He's like, this man goes, and I quote, you look about five, nine, five, ten, sir. Please stop. Yeah. So like Ugh. my body language is like completely closed off. Like I'm not really facing him. Like I'm trying to like slowly walk away and this man keeps talking and he's scaring me because he asked for my name and number again after I had already said no. And then he goes on to proceed like, oh, like, what do you like to do? Like, I like to do this, this, and this. And he's like, yeah, I used to party in my 20s. And I'm like, wait, this man's in his 30s? In his 30s. Goodbye. Goodbye. I mean, that was not the first goodbye. The first goodbye was like, please, please, leave. after I said no and you keep talking, like, so then... You lost me at hello. <laughs> yes, you really did, because, like, no. So then this man goes, you're giving me really bad vibes. Like, he was totally gaslighting me. Like, you're the bad vibe. Like, I was saying I didn't want to give you my information, and you're like, you're giving me bad vibes. Like, something's off here. Yeah, it's you. It's you, sir. And I literally just turned around and left. Like, I was so scared, because I was like, is this man about to, like human traffic me like put me in a human trafficking because like he was like you look about five nine five ten like disturbing why are you describing out loud what i look like i know what i look like you thought he was about to ask to be your sugar daddy or something no he was first of all no aren't aren't you going to be a little older for that maybe i don't know i don't make the rules I i don't know but i was just like what what is please leave me alone so like people who can't like people when you tell them no like get offended or completely like well I'll convince you no like a no is a full sentence so leave me alone and like you don't I you don't have to be respectful when someone is approaching you and you're giving them an answer or you don't even have to say hello or hi but like I was just so nervous that like I just said hello and that was my first mistake like that that was my first mistake but uh next time i'll be prepared for sure um and then i was like maybe i should have told him i was like yeah like i have a boyfriend blah 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 but then my friend was saying she's like that does not matter men do not care right. so yeah. i was like you're right let me, never mind i'll just next time i'm just not saying anything so hopefully this does not happen again um so women when you're out by yourselves be careful because this man came out of nowhere like beware of midland it wasn't in Midland. It wasn't? No. Oh, it was GR. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. But, uh, what are some green flags? Okay. So, this is, like, a weird one, but I was just thinking about this because I was hanging out with my sister yesterday, and this is definitely something that she does. But I love it when people are passionate about science, especially, like, with weird animal facts. I just, like, I really enjoy that. And I was thinking about this. I think it stems from when I was in third grade. I was top of my class in history and English. I got A's. And they kept track of that in third grade? Well, I did. I, like, I really monitored it closely. <laughs> and, like, there's this guy named Brian Haynes. And he was the best in math and science. Full government and, name. Right. <laughs> <laughs> 
so I had a crush on, you know, a crush when I was in third grade, whatever, just because he was the best at math and science. And so I thought if we made an alliance, we would be the best together. And I think in the back of my head, I've like liked people who are good at math and science sort of because of the same reason. I'm like, if we make an alliance, you know, like <laughs> we, we will conquer everything because I have the humanities, you have STEM, like <laughs> if we're together, nothing can stop us. And so like, I think this stems into just like a, cause I'm not good at science. So I just have this like weird undue reverence for people who are. And so like when someone has weird animal facts, I'm just like, wow, that's so cool. So that's just like, a weird green flag for me that I appreciate in a friendship or a relationship. Um, but what is a green flag for you, Ariana? Um, okay. So people who read, Yeah. <laughs> people who read, <laughs> I, mine are very simple. So I think I'll just get these out of the way. So mine are people who read, that's a green flag. And also people who are honest and truthful. I appreciate honesty and I cannot stand liars. So, um, yeah. I appreciate and demand honesty. Like, I just like, why are you lying? Like there's people who like compulsively lie. Like, what do you get out of this? What, what are you gaining? Yeah. I, I don't understand. So yeah, bad experiences with men. Dated a couple chronic liars. It's oh my like, god! You just and I'm so trusting. Like I really have been blindsided. And then in hindsight, I'm like, why am I blindsided? There were so many signs that they were lying. But I just, <laughs> I really believe people are telling the truth until proven otherwise. Um, but I'll go through my green flags quickly too. But I like people who are good listeners. I love people who are good listeners who ask like clarifying questions, make solid eye contact. Um, people who remember little things about you that feels good and then um people who make thoughtful plans geared around shared interests and ariana fits like all of these actually um <laughs> when like we barely knew each other and she was like we need to go to midland and go to barnes and noble and go to a coffee shop and she basically only knew that i liked coffee and books and she like made a plan completely geared around that which was really nice well my thing is if you're gonna hang out with someone don't you want to do something that you both enjoy because like i feel like that's awkward like when people are like oh let's like let's go get sushi but i'm like one of us doesn't like sushi then why are we going we should go somewhere where both of us like to do the same thing or eat the same thing like i i I feel like if we're both gonna be like using our time it should be something that like both of us want to do yeah for sure but but like some people don't care some people really just want someone to go with them because it's about them you know like it's not about like a shared experience it's like my experience (laughs) you're just you're just living in my world (laughs) right honestly (laughs) like I've had people invite me to go with them to like Nordstrom's and I'm like I will watch you shop I will not be able to afford anything there but it's like they don't care you know but like yeah like there's certain things you do with certain people and like if you know that person doesn't like like I'm not gonna go ask someone to go to a Marvel movie with me a Marvel movie with me or watch that and I know they hate that like be considerate so Kaylee does the same thing well I mean we like the majority of the same things right that makes it really easy yeah because <laughs> <laughs> we want to do the same things anyway so like that that just like works out um yeah yeah okay so those are all of our green flags I feel like we're at like an hour already once we put these together yeah because we had a little technical difficulty like I looked I looked down and it just stopped recording randomly I was like oh no so you know thank you for tuning into this episode it was entertaining to say the least 
and check us out for our next episode and let us know what your red flags and green flags are in the dms of our instagram too yeah so uh kaylee's instagram is um at lit nonsense um and mine is at aj reads a dot j reads um but also check out our podcast like our podcast instagram um at unproblematic podcast um on instagram so you can also dm us requests things you have to say you know we are open to hearing what you guys have to share uh so thank you for tuning into this episode and you know as kaylee says signing off peace